Hey guys, welcome back to everything you never wanted to know about English. Today we're going to talk about understanding and reading arguments. This ties back to the lecture um, video posted on the 27th of March and it's going to tie in with the ethos, logos, and pathos um, lectures that you will see um, hopefully tomorrow, um, Monday, March, what is that, 30th. Um, but really, as, as you're looking for sources, as, as you're going through life in general, you're, you're always asking, what's the main point? What is the underlying main thing that the author or authors of this particular argument want me to know? Now, some are pretty obvious. I mean, think about ads that you might see on TV. Well, the one thing they want you to know is that you should buy their product and give them lots of money, yay. Okay, um, same thing with most political campaigns. The main thing they want you to know is they're right, their opponent's wrong, you should vote for them so they can become the whatever best at what they're doing. Um, some arguments, though, are a little more hidden, and you really have to dig to find the underlying real goal, the hidden message in that. Uh, I think this website has been taken down. But a while ago, I was shown a website that was, I think it was martinlutherking.org or mlkjr.org. And it was a website devoted to Dr. King and his, um, his work in the 60s. Uh, and one of the things that stood out to me about this website was rap lyrics that Dr. King wrote. And then there were some other interesting and extremely questionable news articles about Dr. King's gambling addiction and some other things. Um, and, and so the more the more I dug into this article, because, you know, I, I've studied Dr. King the same as the next person, and none of these were things that I had ever learned about. And, and I was very um, wary of the information being presented on this one page. Now, usually a .org is a pretty reliable source. So when you go to the bottom of a page, there's usually a hosted by, and at the bottom of this page, if you click the hosted by, it was hosted by Stormfront, which if you are not familiar with Stormfront, Stormfront is actually um, the PR side of the KKK. <laughs> now, okay, so suddenly the underlying and real goal of this particular website became very clear. It's run by the KKK. The information they're presenting on Dr. King is not going to be accurate, nor is it going to be unbiased. Um, and so I, I can look at that site now and say, yep, nope, this is not an accurate site. Any information I'm seeing on here that doesn't fit or mesh with what I already know about Dr. King is probably false. Um, which leads me to my next point. Ask who wrote it. If there's no author given, see if you can find who's hosting the website. See who can find who's hosting the podcast or anything like that. Because that's going to tell you a lot about the source itself. You need to ask yourself, is the author an authority in the field? Is, is the person or people writing this argument somebody who actually knows what they're talking about? I mean, I mentioned in other lectures, you can ask me about statistics and I can probably give you a fairly interesting answer. Don't think it's going to be right though. <laughs> so, you know, that's, that's why I have a podcast about English and not statistics. So ask yourself, is this author an authority in the field? Not just somebody who's smart, but somebody who's an authority in that particular field. 
but more than that, is this author reliable? And these two questions are the main reason why I caution you against using Wikipedia as a source, because you can't answer these questions. You don't know who's changing Wikipedia at any given point. At any given point, you don't know if the answer has changed recently, if it's correct, or who wrote it, or what their real means or goal was from that. And finally, when you're talking about the author, you have to ask yourself, what does the author stand to gain from our believing that particular argument? Like I said before, everybody's trying to sell you something. I mean, I'm trying to sell you an ed education for crying out loud. So what, what then do I have to stand to gain by telling you this information? Well, hopefully I have to stand to gain a whole bunch more educated people who go out and make educated decisions, which would make our world a much better place. Thank you very much. Um, but always, always question, is the author an authority? Are, is the author reliable? And what does the author stand to gain from this? So pretty much anything you come across in an argument or is an argument. And, and usually we have strategies that help us make decisions, strategies we may not even realize that we have, decisions based on argumentation we may not even realize we're making. I mean, every day we're inundated with commercials and, and people telling us, oh my gosh, buy this product, it's so great. So the, the realization though is that those strategies that I have to make some decisions don't always translate to other decisions. In other words, I don't use the same criteria for buying cereal that I use for choosing the next president of the United States. I mean, I, I really can't think of a candidate who's cheap and full of marshmallows, which is pretty much my criteria for voting or for for buying cereal at this point. I have three children. That's they're happy. I'm happy. Everybody eats breakfast without whining. Um, so then how do I personally redefine my criteria based on the argument I'm presented with? Now, obviously, like I said, the choices we make for buying things like cereal or what's the best toilet paper, if you can find it. This is going to be an online running gag. Sorry, guys. Um, what's, what's the best cleaner to use? What, you know, what's the best car to drive? None of those criteria are necessarily the same. Um, so how do I redefine my criteria based on the argument that I'm presented with? I need to make informed decisions. So, so how do I make an informed opinion on, say, the legalization of marijuana versus how I choose to vote for state officials versus how I choose to vote for federal officials? Um, one example of this would be I'm a shareholder of Coca-Cola, like I own one whole dollar worth of Coca-Cola shares, Woo. <laughs> which is like... 0.0005% or something. Um, but we recently had our annual shareholders vote. And I'm pretty sure my opinion didn't hold a whole lot of weight. But I voted anyway. Now, my choices and my reasonings in voting for that were different than if I were, say, voting on a new type of flavor. Or what is it? Eminem sometimes throws out those choose a new color because, you know, make it relevant for today or something crazy like that. Um, so again, understand that your reasonings, your criteria, how, how you choose to um, make a decision based on an argument will change based on the type of argument with which you're presented, which means you have to know your topics. Really, the best way to do this is to follow the research trail. A good source will always list their sources, and if they don't list their sources, they're not a good source. Throw it out. Don't believe that person. So follow their research trail. 
see what all sides of the issue say, a good source again is going to present you not only with what their opinions on the topic are and why they're right, but also what other opinions on the topic are. Sometimes they'll tell you why they're wrong. Sometimes they'll just give them to you. But understand what all sides of the issue have to say about that. So in other words, the best way, the best way to understand, to read an argument is to formulate your opinion based on research, facts, and not popular opinion. All right, guys, this has been fun. I will see you around.